You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Glug, glug, glug. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It is April 24th. 2023 we got wwe raw to talk about kind of i mean we got stuff on raw that we got to talk about we got stuff from behind the scenes at raw we got to talk about too we got denise salcedo here denise a a new uh inductee into the 100,000 subscriber on youtube club i guess is the name of that club uh big congrats to her denise how you feeling 
I'm feeling good. I just ordered my plaque right now, actually. And I checked like 50 times to make sure I didn't misspell my name. I was like, D E <laughs> literally like I'd never seen my name before, but I didn't want to like look stupid and accidentally like mess up my own name. Imagine like how embarrassing. So are they complimentary or do you got to like pay for them? How's no, they're free and they're free. They, they send them to you for free. You don't have to pay anything. Zero dollars. It's super easy to fill out your form. It took me like 30 seconds. Nice. Hopefully we get one of ours uh, this year. We're trying to hit 100,000 this year. I want to thank all of you who checked out the MJF interview in just three or four days. It blew away our most downloaded interview, listened, downloaded, viewed interview of all time. It's our top TikTok, our top TikTok clip as well. Go follow us over there. Uh, it's it's just been incredible, and we've got tons of interviews just in the past week alone. Uh, Shaza McKenzie, unfortunately, Diana Perrazzo, Steve Macklin, Roxanne Perez, MJF. That's just to name a few. We've got a whole bunch more coming over the next few weeks. As always, as always, leave a thumbs up. If you want your question or statement read on the air, donate a super chat or go to humperchats.com and you can leave your question or statement before we go on the air. If you're new here, we are here every single night. Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW Dynamite, and Rampage, ROH, and Impact. And pretty soon, AEW Collision as well for your wrestling fix. But in addition to that, we have weekly news shows. We also have this thing called Fightful Select. Dot com for just $5 a month, you can get exclusive news uh, sent directly to you straight from the source that is reporting those news. And today we had a bunch of raw spoilers. We had the raw rundown. We had raw backstage news. We had uh, news on NXT stars. We had uh, news on who would be at raw from NXT tonight or who would be uh, working the main event matches. But we also had news on Mercedes Monet's contract status. And then we followed up on a report from uh, Mike Johnson to PW Insider, Denise. Um, I was trying to get a little nap before Raw. That did not <laughs> happen. <laughs> Didn't happen. <laughs> CM Punk was backstage at WWE Raw in Chicago. What? We got SAS saying, did CM Punk really make amends? with the Miz and potentially triple H before the elite laughing emoji. I'm the one that messaged you for the Humper chat link. Thought I wasn't going to make it to the live show. Hey, that's the benefit of Humper chats. You can leave them before we go on the air while we're on the air, anything like that. Uh, but Denise, this was a, a shocking bit of information. CM Punk was backstage. Fightfulselect.com reported that he was speaking with the Miz. I'm told they, cleared the air buried the hatchet but i had one wrestler that was like well listen if you've if you're in this business and you have a real problem with the miz well then the problem is on your end type of thing uh, i can't speak to whether or not he actually met with triple h but what i was told was that uh security was instructed to inform him to leave i'm told that he left without incident he's not been at a wwe show that i known of for over nine years, Denise, and FightfulSelect.com will have more on this. Uh, I've got some important calls to make tonight after this, but <sighs> Denise, what are you thinking? What what are you thinking? I can I can tell you, WWE talent think it's a publicity stunt. Okay, so there's kind of a lot to get into here. So 
Um, first of all, it was funny because I saw this tweet on. So prior to all of this, one of the things that everybody was talking about was Triple H's big announcement. Right. And then someone on my Twitter put something along the lines of, oh, CM Punk's going to WWE. And I remember just like laughing like really hard about that. Right. And I just moved on with my day. And then like maybe an hour or so later, all of a sudden it's like CM Punk is backstage in WWE. And I'm like, wait, what? What the hell is happening? And I think it was instantly one of those things that I think everybody had the same reaction of what the hell is going on, where you couldn't even formulate like a reason or, or an actual purpose for him being there. And instantly I thought, oh, this is not good. Like this, th that was my first initial reaction was, oh, this is not good because because, you know, you don't necessarily, you know, I know we saw Ricky Starks backstage uh, at the Royal Rumble. He was there with Cody Rhodes. I know we'd seen some of the husbands over at WWE Hall of Fame, but that's one thing. That's an, this, this is CM and, and like, Starks this is totally different. And Starks has never had an issue with WWE. In fact, he's done extra work for WWE in the past. Cody Rhodes is a friend. I mean, there were reasons and connections to all this stuff as well. Uh, there's just, this this felt like this felt like a situation where he very clearly knew what type of situation. Sean, you froze. Oh no! Said, uh, oh, "Could okay. that be?" Did he says, "Could that be a breach of contract with AEW?" Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think there's anything that prohibits him from being there. But uh, yeah, I understand that I'm freezing, guys. I'm working on it. But I don't think you're, it's a, you're it's back a, now. By the way, yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Uh, I don't think it's a breach of anything. But it was still shocking. Like, oh Jesus! Like this was the last thing I expected. Even though they were in Chicago. See, but that's the thing because. He, everybody knows that things did ended really ugly with WWE and CM Punk. And because of that reason, it's so hard to imagine because you know, he's been so adamant that, you know, he was never going to go back. They killed his passion for wrestling. You know, he hates this person. He hates that person and they hate each other and this and that. And he's been so adamant about that. But then at the same time, I start to wonder, you know, with everything that has gone down in the last couple of years, you, and, you know, you just mentioned, mentioned nine years you got to think about you know people change in nine years people mature people start to see things a lot differently and then on top of that you know his experiences with AEW may have shaped some of his uh you know new sure. outlooks or the way that he sees things and so that's the way that um I kind of saw this um I know that you know you mentioned in your report that there were you know talent that believed that this was a publicity stunt and honestly if it was I like it was a damn good one because it got everybody yeah. talking and it was so random. Like even seeing him in this like parking lot clip with Tamina and I'm like, okay, this just, all of it feels so random and like fans yelling at him. It I think they yelled like, take feels, a picture. Feels of random that, feels random that Tamina was there. She hasn't been on, uh, on she hasn't wrestled months. Like why, right? why the hell is she there? Right? Like none of it kind of was making sense. It kind of felt like we were just getting all this information and none of it was really making sense. And I'm curious about the video in terms of, I wonder if that was before he went in or after once he was escorted out, because he kind of looked like he was waiting on something, waiting on someone. It almost, I mean, it's such a short video. So really all you can do, right? Or, or he like, didn't like, look too yeah. happy. 
So yeah, he didn't look too happy, and, and it looked like Tamina was trying. I don't want to say calm the situation or anything like that, but she looked like she was resolving something. Yeah. Exactly. So that's my thing. Like, I wonder if that was before or after. It kind of feels maybe more like an after clip, especially after, uh, you know, that was one of the things that PW Insider had included was that, you know, he was escorted by a security, most likely at a call at, at a Vince Mc, at it being a Vince McMahon decision to not have him was there. Head of security. So, yeah. Jim Miller there, there had security. I think, uh, I think that's his name. Uh, saw him out from what I understand. But it's interesting because there had to, if it wasn't for publicity, let's just say this wasn't a publicity stunt, all right? Let's just say that. What was the reason then? To me, like, unless you're, who who, who exactly are you visiting and why did you need to visit them today or of all things? Like, why? So, like, I can't think of another explanation besides a publicity stunt because I can't imagine that he would want to further, you know, damage or further damage the relationship that he has with AEW. And uh, he's going to be at a show in, or maybe two in Chicago and under two months. I think it's a ve- I think it's a very calculated move. And that's just me. Nick DeVito says forgot to post in the last message. Congrats to Denise on 100K. B Sweet says on YouTube, if you fall back under 100, do you have to give the plaque back? Imagine. Oh, my uh, God. I would be like, no. <laughs> Like returning your gold medal. Mr. Ocasa says, over under on how long this show's going to be because of all that happened tonight. I need to get some sleep. Great episode of Raw tonight. We don't have that many super chats about CM Punk. It's mainly about Damn, the championship. What? Yeah, Kim Gray says, for someone who doesn't want people talking about him and wants to be left alone, Punk sure likes to stir the pot. I roll. So, Kim, I completely agree with this. So, I can tell you guys, uh, I don't exactly have a lot of correspondence with CM Punk and especially none that can be really used within an article or publication or even to, to get supplemental information. But the limited interactions I have had with him have been like, wish people would stop talking about me. And I was like, well, you know, that's not going to happen. That happened when you weren't in wrestling for a little while, like for a few years. But when you're involved in wrestling, especially with all this contentious stuff, You know that's going to happen. He knew going to this show was going to make headlines. He's very aware of it. He is a very smart man. He knew what he was doing. And on top of that, like you literally had people like recording him, yelling things at him, saying like, oh, if you take a picture with us or whatever, we won't tell anybody you're here. So I feel like him standing there felt very, very specific. Because if not, wouldn't you be inside your car? I mean, unless yeah. he wasn't driven he could, there. I don't know. Maybe he took he an could, Uber. I don't know. He if if he really wanted to meet with Triple H, he Triple H would have made it happen that afternoon or after the show or anything like that. Like it would have it would have been planned out. The Eloquence. other thing, sorry, one more thing I want to mention, Sean, because to touch on what you just said was that everybody is always talking about how like you know, yeah, CM Punk doesn't want this attention, this and that. But CM Punk is the guy that I see a lot of people on social media say, like, oh, we're sick and tired of seeing this guy or hearing this guy. Yet his numbers with anything on his name on it always, always moves the needle. Just throwing that out there. We're we're at some of the most subscribe or most viewers we've had for anything besides like Raw After Mania in, in a while. I mean, because that's that's what he does. Eloquence says Punk sold out United Center on a rumor. Does he really need to infiltrate WWE just for buzz? Guess where that rumor came from? It came from people reporting that he was going to be around. 
and he's smart. He knows what other possible reason to visit, to visit. He could visit these people wherever, like to visit. (laughs) They'll come visit him. You think he was dropping off some cookies and milk? He was dropping off some Mindy's muffins. Oh, yeah, there you go. The muffins. Almost forgot. How can I forget about the muffins? Listen, I know what happened. He's like, listen, I know you guys want some of these. And unfortunately, they're closed on Mondays. So I'm going to bring them to you. The Bep Jr. says, congratulations, Cora Jade, on getting on main event. Yep, speaking of Chicago. Crazy 101 says, CM Punk backstage. WTF has to be removed uh, from the new title thoughts. If it wasn't planned, could Tony sue WWE? Also, congrats, Denise, on 100K. We'll get to the title talk. No, he couldn't sue WWE. It isn't a breach of contract or anything like that for him to be there. Had they shown him on TV or done something like that, then yeah, it would have been a big issue. There was an issue with uh, Rena Marrow Sable in, I think, 99 appearing on WCW TV. I can't remember if she was still under contract or not, but lots of stuff there. Uh, new gimmicks by that feeling says, or no gimmicks says, CM Punk knew being there was rumor fuel. Yeah, absolutely. There's no way he didn't know. There's no way he didn't know at all. Big thank you to Adrian for gifting the YouTube uh, membership and sending in a super chat as well as Crazy101. Big thank you there. Call Me Crazy says, hashtag Dom in the bank. I know you see the vision, Sean. Oh, it's not Dom in the bank anymore. It's Dom win the new world title is what it is. That's that's what we're going for. World's heavyweight Dom? Um, No. I was trying to think of a good name. Couldn't come up with one. Yeah. Uh, Denise, we hear of a lot of uh, changes about from the show. There weren't that many based on what I saw, but when you hear, um, when you hear that that's happening, are you getting like PTSD flashbacks? I was terrified. The second I saw the reports that came out that Vince McMahon was changing, uh, changing things via, you know, remote location. I started immediately flashbacking to raw after mania and i was really kind of worried but this actually ended up being a pretty good raw and i think it was a really good raw just because it kept moving now there were some things which i will elaborate on er later on that i do wish they would have done differently but i really did think for the most part they kept the show moving and so it kind of felt and i think a big reason there was multiple reasons why today's episode of raw felt different one you obviously have the big, you know, CM Punk was backstage. And even though no one was expecting him to come out on TV, that still added some sort of, it still changed the energy kind of going into the show. And we all knew about Triple H's big announcement. And there was already rumors circulating online about them, you know, putting in, yeah, exactly. You know, putting in the championship and this and that. And so there was just so much already going on about this that I think people just overall, there was a lot in the air to kind of get excited about for this episode of Raw. Um, Indeed. Yeah. FightfulSelect.com did report that uh, ahead of the show. We got Alex Bradford saying, can you confirm Roderick Strong status with WWE? Yeah, he's uh, he's still in WWE. He's still there. He's still there. Ashton says, do you think we'll see AOP in the draft? I think it's possible. I don't know their status yet. I mean, I've had some people claim that they've been signed for a long time, but I I don't know. 
Orion Ben says I was rooting for Denise on the Raw announced team or Josiah rehired as a theme music consultant. Wrong on both counts. Anybody here from Will because I don't know. Will ain't getting hired anywhere. Um, definitely not the Raw announced team. Mr. Acosta says this confirms to me that CM Punk should be a heel. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it should be a choose your own adventure thing. With Wait, with CM elite. Punk? Yeah. When he returns to AEW? Yes. Oh, I don't know, man. That's going to be a hard one. We got Andrew Cool saying, hope there are commentary changes for the draft. Yeah, I hope so. I, I Kevin Patrick ain't working. I ain't, ain't doing it for me. I've had look in the nicest way possible. I just kind of need somebody a little bit with more energy. And I think that's, that's the kind of commentator that I'm drawn to just someone with like very, very high energy. Joel Wood says the show we saw only had minor changes from the rundown you posted. Can I see that as a positive or am I being naive? You're being naive, Joel, because the segments that were removed were again, Piper Niven and Candice LeRae. So they are the two that got hosed weeks ago from the situation that was supposed to happen. They got their matches completely pulled. So what happens? They were booked in a backstage segment with Trish Stratus tonight. As Fightful Select reported. Please subscribe. They had a match, which from my vantage point, Denise, was WWE going, sorry about a couple weeks ago. Here's your match. Well, guess what? Didn't happen, Denise. That match. Instead... We got Montez Ford, who looked very, very not ready to wrestle in like sweatpants tucked into his shoes in his hometown. I think he's from Chicago in this abrupt match with the Street Profits and Shelton and Cedric that wasn't planned at all. And they Street Profits won, and it's their way of saying, oh, they could be split up in the draft. Okay, I I've seen this match a bunch, but like, why? This, does this keep happening to the women, especially these two women? Well, that's the thing. And, you know, unfortunately, like, did we even have anything with the women tonight? I mean, oh, the Trish, six women, the six yeah, women, yeah. the six women. Yeah, the but Trish, that was pretty much it. And even the then, Trish that was incredibly fast. The Trish interview is very good. I love Trish's interview. She is nailing this heel role. It was very, very good. Uh, it, she's filling the gaps for Becky Lynch, but poor Candace and, and Piper just can't get on this damn show. You know what I was thinking about this? At least Seth Rollins was able to go in and actually do whatever he had planned. Not like the last time I arrived after Mania where he went out there and then that was it. He had to go back. So at least it wasn't that bad. But yeah, it does suck for them, especially if they keep getting cut. It's unfortunate. I hate it. I'm going to find out some more about it, but... I will, I will learn some more about this. Every Tuesday, guys, on Fightful Select, we have a producer list, and then they have this big section of backstage news from the shows as well, so I'm sure it'll be in there. Cody Rhodes comes out and cuts a promo. He talks about the last time that he was at Allstate Arena, and that's when he had his big injury, Denise. And he said this at a press conference we were at, that he's never going to watch that match. He's you know, very fortunate that he gets to make an awful lot of money off of that injury, from merchandising and the like, but he ain't never watching that back. He's interrupted by Finn Balor, who tries to recruit him into Judgment Day and thinks that he can get a little saucy with Cody because Cody's not clear to wrestle. 
Then Cody says, psych, I am cleared to wrestle. They have a match. Cody Rhodes ends up beating him. It's a good match. Uh, I get the feeling Rhodes probably stays on Raw. I think that Balor and Judgment Day probably go to SmackDown where Rhea is champion. So I think that this is one of those draft matches where they're like, well, this opportunity won't be here in a couple weeks, so we might as well burn this match right now. So I had no problem with it. Plus, Cody doesn't need to be losing to Finn Balor. Finn Balor can take this loss. He's not hurt by it at all. It was a good match. I thought it was a good promo. It did seem like holding pattern stuff, but ultimately, I enjoyed the content. I thought, like, yeah, I agree with you 100% on the sense that it kind of felt like they might as well do it now before they don't get to do it. So I appreciate that because I look forward to seeing, like, fresh matchups uh, on the weekly television, and this was definitely one of them. I think my only thing here is that, um, and this is something that I've said already several times when it comes to Finn Balor, is that they really make, they really got to figure out why he's coming across, like, very cheesy, very corny. They need to stop that with Finn. And that was one thing that came across, like, way too much when he was having this confrontation with Cody Rhodes like Cody Rhodes was coming across as like a very cool guy and then they had Finn Balor not coming across the same way and that's been like the thing that's been impacting me the most with this so it kind of did come across a little bit just uh, uh uneven for me but the match itself though I did enjoy what they did here I thought that it was an okay match and this was kind of the thing that um there was a lot here on the wrestling side for tonight's episode of Raw, I really do think that they could have uh, gone in a lot more on some of these matches. And this was one of them that I do think that we this could have been a little bit of a better match as well. But Cody winning with his crossroads, perfectly fine. Girl, happy to see him get this win over Finn. Of course, you know, Cody ain't gonna be shouldn't be losing. So this was all fine. But that is one of my only like criticisms about this. It just doesn't feel even. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I mean, Cody's going to be the integral figure on whatever show that he is. Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids. And he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger. Her body looks leaner, has energy all day. And Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. Mother's Day is almost here. And you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Is on, I, I just, we'll, we'll be talking a lot more about Cody shortly. We had the bloodline defeating the LWO. The LWO are very, very over. They're very over, but they never win, Denise. I was about to say that. Like, I literally was just talking about this on Friday where they, they're they cool, right? You look at them and you're like, damn, I want to hang out with the LWO. Like, they look like cool-ass, you know, MFers. Like, you look like you're going to have a good time with the LWO. But, you know, Santos, and Sean, you're really good at stats and stuff, but I had to search this up because, you know, Santos has only got it one win, and this was back, I think, in, like, January against Kofi Kingston this whole year. This whole year, they need to give them something like they need to give, you know, they need to make them. I'm like, I, I don't think it would have hurt the bloodline to take an L today to the LWO. I really do think that had they won here today, it would have kind of been a little bit fun and a little bit different considering that they haven't gotten any wins. And considering like, like one of the things I complained about when the Usos were tag champions was them losing two on two matches. But I didn't mind them losing singles matches or six-man tags. It was the fact that they were the best two-on-two team losing all the time in two-on-two matches. So if one of the Usos took a pin here and the other Uso and Solo were looking at him like, are you serious? You just lost to them before this big match that we have? I think that would uh, would have helped an awful lot. And this match was good, too, because they went in there and I thought that the LWO came in very, very on. They had a lot of spark in them tonight. Like you can tell and you can tell that they know this, that right now they're in a position where this kind of feels like this could be this could be like a one time thing. Okay, let's be real. Like they could do something right now with the LWO and then never do something with them ever again. And they could just be like thrown down to the bottom of the barrel of the roster. And I think they realize that this is their shot that anytime they get one minute, two minutes, five minutes of TV time or whatever it is that they're doing, that they actually take every single minute to, um, you know, just do the very best that they can so that they don't get forgotten about when, you know, WWE is done playing with them. I love the fact that they gave them a new entrance theme as well. Um, I thought it made them look really freaking cool, man. I'm so happy for them. I just really want them to get some wins so that they can start giving you a reason to say like these are this is why this group is cool this is why you should get behind them not only are they putting on exciting matches but hey they're actually winning some dante asks if matches tonight seemed rushed yeah a lot of stuff seemed to rush there was barely any it felt like there was like a half hour of wrestling on this show uh sammy and jay are backstage and sammy is still trying to talk some sense into jay he's like should win this match for you or try to win it for you, not for Roman. Usos and Sokoa are backstage and Jay is echoing that point. He's like, you know, what if we lose? Why, why aren't we fighting for ourselves? And then you've got Riddle and Owens backstage and Owens isn't happy that Sammy's been just, you know, running around all night. So we've got a little bit of dissension and concern among a little bit of everybody right now. Uh, and I mean, I'm sure Kevin Owens is not excited about being gotten to repeatedly 
even after becoming champions. He probably thought that he finished his story at WrestleMania, but it hasn't been that. And he's been taking beatdowns for like the better part of two years now. Um, The story's lost a little bit of its magic for me. I feel like right now, I feel like pre, prior to WrestleMania, any single time that we had Sami Zayn and the Usos or any of these parties involved on the same screen together, I was very, very like hanging on to every single word, trying to pick up on cues, trying to pick up where we were going to go, what we were going to do. And I think right now we have been getting a little bit of the same thing where it's like Sami Zayn you know, keeps going up and having these conversations with Jey Uso. Jey Uso still not, you know, wanting to reciprocate that to Sami Zayn. Kevin Owens is still getting upset that Sami Zayn keeps pursuing pursuing this. And it's kind of gotten to the point where I agree with Kevin Owens. Like, why is Sami Zayn now? Like, why does he keep going and trying to help out the Usos? And I get that's part of the story and part of, you know, his friendship with Jey Uso. But I think it's gotten to the point now where I can no longer sort of relate to Sami Zayn on that portion of the story because I'm like, bro, like that's it. Friendship over. Move on. You've got something here with Kevin Owens. And so it's kind of irritating because Sami Zayn is the person that you most related to in this story. Um, and he was such a big focal point, is such a big focal point. But right now it kind of feels like I can't really get on board right now with Sami Zayn's, you know, agenda. Eloquent says, did you guys watch the stardom pay-per-view? Mercedes and Julia are rock stars. Julia is great. I watched uh, Mercedes and Iwatani, and it was fantastic. Just fantastic. Alex Bradford says, can you confirm Dave's report about Strong? I don't know what his report is. I haven't even seen it. So if somebody can let me know, uh, maybe I can follow up on it. But the last I had heard he was under contract, I can I can see what I can find out. But uh yeah, I just don't know what that is right now. SAS says, do you know if Triple H specifically picked the Raw for next Raw for next Friday and next Monday because he knows that Vince will be at the Eagles concerts these days? Jeez. That's still Friday. a thing. <laughs> uh, Pavement Cut Your Hair said Sean's getting drafted to instinct culture. Oh, my God. I'm going to no, have a bidding please. war with Jimmy Van. Hey, Good Sean, luck. what if I offer you more money and to come move to Hollywood? Well, know, then it would. You're a good. You're a good old country boy. You ain't leaving Kentucky. Well, I mean, if you you would have to offer me like double the money to live in L.A. because of the cost of living there. That's true, actually. That's very true. What if, I, said, what if I offered you a free house and everything? You would get me like the House of Horrors from the Orton, <laughs> which Jimmy legitimately I'd offered. Living to, in the ghetto. Jimmy offered to buy me that house one time if I lived there. What it was house? for sale. The House of Horrors that they had that match in. What? He offered to buy me that house if I lived in it for at least a year. That's so mean. <laughs> it was terrible. I didn't do it. And let me tell you, my house sucked. My house was Your house did suck, me. honestly. It was, it was I felt bad. really bad for you, yeah. It was terrible. Like, until I moved here, damn. Did you ever tell people about your, like... Your sinking was it the sinking? Oh yeah, the sinkhole. It was, a, it was a running joke. There's a sinkhole next door to me. Yeah. <laughs> Any one of those days, you could have just been like, "Doop." Could have been gone, but you know what? Whether you're in a sinkhole or you're above ground, NordVPN.com/slash/fightful gives you great deals. Whether it's UFC pay-per-views at a reduced rate, AEW without commercials with AEW Plus, maybe you want the old WWE Network interface back. Maybe you want to watch shows a lot earlier 
NordVPN.com does it on the fastest VPN in the world. It works on all your devices and with just one subscription. Right now, you get a great deal. I mean, you always get a great deal, but you also get a 30-day money-back guarantee. So for some reason, you try it and you don't like it, NordVPN.com slash Fightful is going to give you your money back. They also have that online threat protection that blocks online trackers, hackers, and all that good stuff. This is very important to have now. Also, it has a password manager. You want this, especially with Twitter being the weird way that it is now, eliminating some of the two-factor protections and all that good stuff. Also, they have 24-7 support. I constantly have people that are in my DMs saying, hey, how can I get this? How can I get that? How can I use this feature? They've got 24-7 support, so they are always there for you at nordvpn.com slash Fightful. You change your virtual location with just one click, watch things out of your time zone on different services, all kinds of good stuff. Sometimes your shows get pulled off of Netflix, but they're still on overseas services. You can still watch them. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Our friend Bree Marie says, haven't chatted the show in a while. What a show I love to you all. Thanks for making my long commutes to school bearable on Tuesdays. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. And uh, good luck in school. Ricardo says, WTF is that monstrosity. I don't know what you're talking about, my friend. Jonathan Corona says, hello. Hello to my awesome Raw Post Show team, Sean and Denise. But hey, Sean, question. You see the Garcia-Davis fight? What was your thought of the fight? I mean, I I love a good, big boxing fight. Javante Davis is incredible. He is, he's a monster. It's just, it, it always excites me to watch somebody who is that dominant and continues it. But uh, eventually time catches up to everybody, but I don't think time's catching up to him for a while. I think he's going to stay at the top for a while, but I think Ryan Garcia is going to bounce back. You like Dom, Sean? It's good to know. Andrew says, just heard about the CM Punk news. Is there a motive for him being backstage? Uh, I would say the headlines, yeah. Blocka says, in your opinion, what are the odds that Punk made TK aware he'd be at the show? I would say about 15%. You think 15%? Yeah, just 15%, yeah. Damn, honestly, I don't know. This one's this one's got me torn because if, let's say it was a publicity stunt, I feel like it would have to be something that he would should know about because you can't just like spring that on somebody with that being unexpected, especially given that, you know, there's still clearly like so much that happened with, you know, the, yeah. the all out everything, the brawl and all of that. So to me, it feels like there's got to be like more than that. I don't know. Sean says, will we ever see CM Punk again in WWE? Um, yeah, I think for a Hall of Fame induction, Mr. Nice Guy Rye says, I was relieved to hear no CM Punk chants during Raw. The fact that he was backstage at Raw is one of the most inconceivable pieces of news I can imagine. Can't wait for the book on this all, uh, of this all one day. Lastly, you're five away from 10K again. Congrats. We got the 10K twice, but, uh, depending on whatever day it is of whatever previous month, we dropped a big story. We'll have a bunch of drop-offs that day. So uh, get us back up to 10K. That way, on the first of the month, we can drop back below it, and we can become four-time 10Ks. Damn, you guys are going to be like, you're, you're going to be like 16-time 10K champion. There you go. Or people could just subscribe and keep us above it forever. That would be optimal. <laughs> Call Me Crazy says, I hope this leads to Punk's contract being bought by WWE with Endeavor UFC influencing 
both AEW and WWE, it would make the most sense from all of this. The only way it would make sense is if there was like some sort of gag order put on Punk where he couldn't talk about his time or a non-disparagement or something like that. Because I know that, I mean, based on what we saw at the scrum, like imagine how bad it would be if he got on a podcast somewhere. I know. I, I mean, the reality of this situation, Denise, the sit the 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 very thing we're facing now is all because of the reason he left WWE. It's because he left WWE. He went and did a podcast with Colt Cabana. He got sued because of that podcast. Him and Colt Cabana stopped being friends because of that. Then when he went to AEW, people thought that he got Colt fired. He was mad about that. Hangman Page brought it up. He got mad at Hangman. Then... He got mad at the Bucks and the Elite because he thought that they leaked all that. And here we are. It's all because of the same shit nine years ago. So do you think that, you know, when when CM Punk returns to AEW, do you think they'll ever put him out there in a media scrum ever again? Yeah, I do. They have to, right? Like, can you imagine? Like, everyone's going to want to tune into that, even though you know he's not going to say anything, like, remotely crazy. I can't imagine that he would. Is this really a big deal? We know he's going back to AEW in two months. Yes! That's one of the reasons it's a big deal. Joel Wood says we should keep Punk away from all podcasts. He doesn't do a lot of media, but... uh, I'm going to say no. I I want to hear what Sam Punk has to say. Yeah, please do it on your buddy Lars Fredrickson's show that airs here on Fightful every Monday. They had a great interview with Dustin Rhodes this morning as well. So how do I explain this? But like, I want, like, I want, and like, I know there's going to be details that we're never going to learn about, you know, for legal reasons and whatnot, but I do want to get, you know, whatever like details we can get from like his perspective of that directly from him because he's the one who went out there and did this media scrum. I would love for him to be like, Hey, this is how I feel about it now. This is what was running through my mind then. This is why I thought that I should have said the things that I said back then. And this is how I feel about it now. You know, whether or not those emotions have changed. Um, I would love to hear about that. So I would be like, hell yeah, put them on a podcast. I want to hear it. Jacob says, forgive my ignorance, but what happened between Punk and Miz that would make Punk want to clear the air? Punk trashed WWE for years, then just shows up. Truly struggling to see Punk's motive here. Punk had replied to something of the Miz's and told him to suck a blood money covered dick or something related to him doing the Saudi shows. Jared says, hi, it's Punk. He's the problem. It's Punk. Pavement Cut Your Hair says, what would Denise do for a week in Kentucky? Kentucky, uh, if, if if it's my city, that's more of like a three three day trip at most. Like, but yeah. No, I think he's saying like, how much would I get paid to go to Kentucky? Is no, that not no, the question? No, no, no. He's asking what you would do for a week in Kentucky. Like, like if you visited Kentucky. Oh, if I week. went to Kentucky, I don't know because yeah. all I know about Kentucky is what you told me that there's a bunch of horses. Horses. So you go to Caneland for sure. Jesus golf, absolutely. You would have to go to Jesus golf. That is a must. I don't know. It sounds like some weird cult thing. I don't want to go to that. I don't want to show up and then all of a sudden try to be recruited and all of a sudden I'm hanging out with some weirdos. No, well, you'd be hanging out with me. So, yeah, you'd be hanging out with some weirdos. No, hi, Denise. Let's hang out and play some Jesus golf. 
probably like go regular golf. Not probably eight. go to a Cincinnati Bengals game. That's about an hour away. Uh, probably we got a lot of good food here, honestly. So that too. But that's there, it. Not a lot here. That's I sad, like Sean. That's really sad. <laughs> Rock hard. Joel Wood says, I'm not that big of a proponent of punk to WWE. I just wish I could see him versus Roman and Cody Rhodes. Well, I mean, there's a reason Roman Reigns doesn't like him. <laughs> and Pavement Cut Your Hair says, punk on the Instinct Culture podcast, please. Yeah, I, listen, I would be over the moon for Denise. If that I I'd be over the moon for Denise. <laughs> Uh, elite biscuit says lwo versus bloodline what me uh, make me want trios titles yeah i wish they had floating trios and tag titles and i think that's a good way if you actually gave a shit about your brand split it's a good way to get people from one brand on another show and give you some versatility but no gimmick says the bloodline isn't as great when they aren't having to chase. Should they take the titles from Sammy KO? No, I'm done. I don't want them to have the tag titles for a while. Why is everybody bringing that up? We need to let them have their moment. Like, I cannot believe how many times I've heard this be brought up. Like, no, I get I get it. Like, always when it comes down to it, the money's in the chase. But you also have to let them, you know, enjoy their championship reign. I don't want it to end right now. Dang. Bronson Reed video says he's there to win until there's no one else to beat. But then we get an Austin Theory promo with Bobby Lashley. I love the burn. From it was Austin a good burn. Bobby, good Lashley, Bobby Lashley's like, you know, I want to I want to whip Bronson Reed's ass. But you know what? I want to eat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell were you about to say? What the hell were you about to say? <laughs> what the? F you literally were about to say something so bad. I just finished the sentence, Sean. Finish the sentence. Hashtag finish the sentence. Hashtag finish the sentence. Oh, oh my god. Oh you know, you know that would have been clipped out till the end of time. I need to know how you were going to finish that sentence. <laughs> it's it. Sean's broken. This is it. Your face is red, Sean. Your face is red. Oh, I'm crying. <laughs> so uh, we know what's running Listen. through your mind. Oh my god. Oh my god. Sean, you're supposed to be a professional, damn it. Oh my so finish the sentence. <coughs> finish the sentence, Sean. Let's, let's run this back. Let's run he was this about back. to eat what now? Oh, I'm, good. I'm good. Please, please, Lord, someone, someone clip this out and tag me in Don't it. Don't do it. Uh... Do it. Do it. Do it. Sean, you literally got so lucky that you caught yourself. Somebody in the chat had wrote something about eating, and I was reading and that. You saw and... it? Yeah, okay. Let's all believe that story for sure. Uh... What's that one meme with that one girl where she goes? What? <laughs> Let me just say, you can tell Vince McMahon rewrote this show. Based on Damn. Damn. <laughs> <sighs> you all thought you all thought the thigh rubbing was bad. Listen to what we got now. Anyway. 
<laughs> Ryan Lambert says. Lashley says, I'm about to eat that ass. Honestly, that does sound like a flub that Bobby Lashley would have, right? Like, that sounds like something that he would be like, and I'm going to eat that. I'm going to beat <laughs> oh, that God. ass. Don't wish that on anybody. That is so sad. That is so sad. <sighs> okay. So... <laughs> So Bobby Lashley says, I recommended this match be a triple threat match because I also wanted to beat your ass. <laughs> Brings a new meaning to the word backlash. Oh, no. And Austin Theory had a great burn that didn't have anything to do with eating ass. He said, if you have that much pull with setting up matches, why didn't you have a match at WrestleMania? And I was like, damn. Sean, you know what you need to cue, right? Do you still have that one clip that you used to cue? You know which one I'm talking about. Do you have it? Because it's now the time to do it. You know it's all about that! But. <laughs> it's been a while since we've used that one. I mean, maybe this one too. I don't hear anything. Was I supposed to not hear anything? Those who know, know. <clears throat> anyway. All right. What a great way to promote Bronson backlash. Bronson comes out, attacks, uh, attacks, and then attacks uh, Austin Theory, too. Whew. <clears throat> We're just going to move on past this. This happened. Wait, but I had one thing to say, though. Go ahead. I have two things to say. One... <laughs> I'm so happy that Austin Theory got a burn on this one, even though it was savage for Bobby Lashley. But I'm so happy because after those John Cena burns that he got Austin Theory one, poor Theory, he needed something, okay? He needed to burn somebody just to get some, a little yeah. bit of pride back, okay? So he can hold up his chin a little bit higher. Um, Poor guy. Um, So this was great. I love that burn about him saying that Bobby Lashley didn't have a WrestleMania match. And then the other one is, I kind of want them just to like, have Bronson Reed win this. I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm a Bronson Reed fan. I want to see him win the title. I don't even care. I just want to see him win the title. That's it. All right. All right. Says SRS doing it bigger than Charlotte Renegade. That was a crazy tweet. That was a great tweet. Uh, also, <laughs> Bobby was really about to go downtown. Oh, Jesus. Uh, backstage, we see Elias and Boogs freaking out over the draft. Chad Gable wants to stay with Otis, but Maxine's got him. And I loved Mustafa Ali here. I thought he was great. This positivity thing and him being like, you, yes, you. He was phenomenal here. The match with Mustafa Ali and Chad Gable was not phenomenal because it was like 30 seconds, Denise. Bro, they, 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 they robbed us. That was, the, that was the one match that I wanted to save the topic for. Uh, I know someone already mentioned it earlier, but them basically rushing matches. This match, oh, we got screwed, man. We could have gotten a beauty here of a match. We got a couple seconds of a beauty. We got a tease. That was about it. Um, I loved the finish, too. Wouldn't have been even greater with a nice, lengthier match right before it. Oh, I've, I felt so bummed out that they 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 basically screwed us of this match. They this did. could have been better match, for sure. Could Yeah, could have been match of the night. I agree with this person. Bizarro is not a big fan of the gimmick. He deserves better, he says. Would Cody getting the belt be a slap in the face, considering it's eagle-like? Hope your draft predictions tomorrow go better than Thursday. Tell Will that Hart versus Hogan match was Julia Kiera. So let me address this one by one. 
I love the Mustafa Ali gimmick. I just, I'm just glad he has something. I think that his ideas have been a lot better, but I, yeah, I like it. The Cody thing, we are going to get to that, I promise. We do have a mock draft Tuesday, 1 p.m. Eastern. Myself and Denise. Denise That's will be tomorrow, Sean. What is it? What Tuesday's did I say? tomorrow. You said Tuesday, but I'm like, just say tomorrow. Well, Denise, there are some people who listen to this show in the morning. And if they hear tomorrow, maybe they'll Okay, think I'm Wednesday. sorry. Fine. Tuesday, April 25th. Tuesday, April 25th at 1 p.m. Eastern. Denise will rep- represent Raw. I'll represent SmackDown. We'll each get 20 picks. We have a list of eligible uh, eligible draftees and those that aren't eligible. We'll run through that. Rob Wilkins is going to produce that for us. It's going to be a uh, good time. But also, on Grapsity, <laughs> they were asked about the Hart-Hogan match, and they started talking about Brett and Hulk when the Humper Chatter was talking about Kiera and Julia. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's great. I love that. Yeah. We got Seth Rollins coming out. KE775 says, do you know when the contract expires for Seth? I don't. I can try to find out, though. Omos and MVP follow. But Seth, I, I feel like, you know what? I'm actually going to save a lot of what Seth said for the title talk at the end. But this was to build up the Omos match. But he was talking about wanting the new title. And again, I'll bring up Seth's comments during the title talk. Because I think he did more for that than Triple H did. Jonathan Corona says, or actually, we'll, we'll, just, we'll just put that in the title, title talk as well. Omos comes out there building up to their match at Backlash. MVP's doing the talking for him. This is just such a weird, dumb match to put. Just randomly. And I'm okay with them doing random matches. Like, that's that's fine. I'm not, like, of the belief that you have to set up a stupid reason for every match. It's just one of those that it's very clearly like, who asked for this? Who wanted this? I don't hate it. Can I just say, I don't hate it. And I, the only reason yeah. I don't is because I didn't end up hating the Brock Lesnar-Amaz match. And so now I feel like, I don't know, man. I can't. I'm not even going to talk any shit. I'm just going to wait and see what this match is going to look like. And I don't know. I'm like, you know what? He did a good job at WrestleMania. I know this match is super random. Like three Makes minutes. No sense. Yeah, but he did a good job. It was fine. It was I'm not going to be these. all mean about it, Sean. Be hey, all mean about real... it. Yeah, I'm not going to be mean about guy. it. He's a wonderful guy. It, and he's booked very weirdly. I'm not going to fake any outrage here. I really feel like I just didn't care enough to be upset or anything. I'm going to give it a chance. Jared says, I keep hoping for a women's mid-card title, but Vince won't let there be a women's mid-card scene. Poor Candace and Piper. Yeah, I feel very bad for them. Um, they've had multiple things cut. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. Razar says, Vince keeps cutting Piper because he doesn't know she's due drop. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Also, who wins? I got smashed by the, the I got smashed by Roman tournament for the stop for the here stop complaining title. Oh, I've got a lot to go in on on that one. Call me crazy says my hope for the draft is money in the bank cases being split for both male and female. My draft picks uh, would be uh, L.A. Knight, Miz, Seth Rollins, Ziggler, Punk. Uh, if he got a contract buyout, Liv Morrison, Judgment Day, Bailey, Becky, Charlotte. My friend, we are going to have a better mock draft than you tomorrow. <laughs> I was say what? Are you going in with a strategy? 
No, drafting best available. Um, Cause I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to like do everything like on the spot. I'm going to do on the spot decisions. Same. Like I'm not planning anything in advance. Same, same. We'll have 20 picks. I maybe we'll have Rob assign us supplemental picks afterwards and we'll have the people vote who they think uh, had the better draft. Man, everyone's going to vote for you. That always happens it. to me. I doubt yeah. it. Yeah. We got the Bianca interview backstage with Damage Control, and I just loved how EO Sky played this up. And KE775 says EO should beat Bianca. So. For the title? Yeah, yeah. So Bailey is backstage with Damage Control, and she kind of just bogarts her way into this match because EO was like, Give me my title match now. EO wants to fight Bianca. Bianca wants to fight EO. They have this mutual respect among each other. They don't like they they see each other and they lock eyes and they they are ready to compete. But Bailey shoehorns her way in, and even EO's like, mm. and Bianca is like, mm. I thought this was really good stuff backstage. Yeah, you know, it's crazy, though, when it comes to Bianca, I almost feel like we're um, I'm not going to say we're nearing towards Roman Reigns territory, but it is one of those things where whoever does defeat Bianca for the uh, title, because she's been holding it now for I mean, I forget how many days, but she's been holding it now for like what feels like a really long time. And so I almost feel like whoever defeats Bianca Belair is also going to be like a big deal. So uh, I don't know. I, I don't know who I would want that person to be. But I feel like now, because she's held it for such a long time, it would be a big deal. It's like a, a mini Roman Reigns situation here. And she's held it for over a year. Uh, and for over she a year. Raquel, okay. She, Raquel, and Liv defeated Damage Control. Let me tell you, uh, Liv and Raquel did their spot a whole lot better than Braun Strowman and Ricochet did it on good. Friday. It looked, it looked amazing. Good. It looked incredible. Raquel and Liv are really coming together as a team. And again, I... When they do a brand split, I would love to see them stay strict on it because you have so many other excuses. You have the Money in the Bank briefcase. You have women's tag team champions. You have men's tag team champions. You have the eligibility to, to get creative with this and make it special when people pop up on these other shows. And like I love seeing Raquel and Liv on Raw as a result of this, but it doesn't mean as much when you got LWO on on raw as well when they're a smackdown team so yeah i'm not too keen right now on raquel and Liv morgan as an actual team really? just because they feel they don't feel like they match like as a team and they don't feel like they match and so for that reason i haven't been like too crazy about it i thought it was a good idea for them but it just doesn't feel like they really have anything in common but um I do love whenever raquel throws Liv morgan that's the one thing that i really do enjoy we got uh, Mr. Acosta saying EO has some of the best facial expressions. Yeah, she does. She's very she good at has. that. Rey Mysterio defeated da Damian Priest via DQ because things get out of hand. But this was about Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny shows up. Looking like Indiana Jones. Looking like Indiana Jones. Gets a great pop and gets an even better pop when he says, I'm not hosting Backlash anymore. It's going to be me and you in a street fight. Nick DeVito says, Sean, any info on the tag being changed to Priest versus Bad Bunny? Big fan of Fightful and all the news and scoops. Keep up the great work. I don't have info on that yet. Mayor Pete says, 
were you aware this is going to be changed to a one-on-one street fight or do things in WWE sometimes surprise you as well? I didn't know leading into this. No, I still thought they were going to do Dominic and uh, Priest against Ray and Bad Bunny. We'll see how that goes. I think that's the much safer option. But if you have the confidence in Bad Bunny to go out there and have a good singles match with Damian Priest, I say, hell yeah. I say do it. Why not? And then keep in mind, it's also a street fight too. But man, okay. So I just got to tell you, I'm so excited about this. And you want to know what got me like incredibly excited was the fact that (laughs) Bad Bunny is now my favorite person to see use a kendo stick. Okay. (laughs) He looked like he was having the time of his life. And usually when you see people hit like kendo sticks, you usually just see them kind of like move the stick. No. Bad Bunny was like moving his entire body. There was one point and I rewinded it a couple of times because when Damian Priest went over the barricade and Bad Bunny like went in to, to like hit hit him with the Kendall stick. I don't know if it was the camera shots or what it was, but it almost looked ass. like that thing bounced back to him. So I freaking love that like Bad Bunny went, oh, that hurt. Bad Bunny like really went all in on this Kendo stick and like he really just like used his whole body with it. So he's officially my favorite person right now to see use. Um, I didn't. I didn't know who Bad Bunny was before um, he came into WWE. I didn't either. But by the way, I should add, though, that I feel like sometimes everyone thinks that, like, oh, if you're Latino, you have to be into this or you have to be into that. And that's terribly annoying, by the way. So I don't sign up for that. I hate when people are like, oh, you're Latino. So you have to know this, this and that. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know. I didn't know either. But I'll tell you what me and Denise didn't do. We didn't go, who? No, of course not. We went to Google and we typed in bad bunny and we said oh that's why it's like i'm sorry but it's stereotypical sean do you know how rude of it would be to me be like hey sean do you know every country singer i hope not good god like would you you not be like oh well because i'm from kentucky you think i just know every country singer i mean he is one of the the biggest like i should have known i should have known who he was i feel like like i feel like i should have known who he was but i mean also you just ain't gonna know everybody different types of music yeah yeah absolutely uh we've got louise saying master jedi benito martinez call me crazy says she drafted for people that she thinks has good promos nothing wrong with that anti and brick asks if i got a haircut no this is actually the longest i've been without a haircut in uh, a few years Jonathan Corona, I see your your super chat apologizing for not being here the couple last couple of weeks. We're just glad to have you here, man. You don't need to uh, apologize to us. We just we just appreciate you being here. It's Zabdi says Denise is a no sabo kid. No, that's not true. Uh, a no sabo kid is a kid who doesn't speak Spanish. Yeah, that isn't true at all. Uh, that's yeah, not true at all. We also, I think we had uh, maybe one more super chat about Bad Bunny. Yeah. Dick the Cock Johnson says when Bad Bunny hits Priest with a bunny destroyer through a flaming table, that will be great. Listen, he's going to do that Canadian destroyer. Like, he's going to do that. That's yeah, but is he going to be on a burning flaming table? No. Uh, you know you know what he, I hope he does do, though, between now what? and then? Take his athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Denise, you know, I got in the ring a few weeks ago, right? I heard. 
Yeah. Well, no, you, no, you. I was gonna say you didn't hear. Nobody heard anything that night. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, anyway, I was gonna troll you way harder about that, but I was like, nah, don't be so mean to Sean. You know, there's times where I where I'm almost about to type out something really mean, but then I'm like, no, that's just too. You don't. You don't anyway. But but that's that's not the point. I may or may not. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com try. Go to shopify.com try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com try. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Be preparing to get in the ring again? I don't know. I haven't decided. Just maybe promote yourself ahead of time, Sean. Put it on a graphic. Okay, okay. I'm trying to lead to a fucking ad read here, Denise. (laughs) But we... But... For people that want to get their panties all in a bunch, we were seven hours into a traveling convention. Nothing on that show got a reaction. Hate to tell you guys. Anyway, I'm back in the ring and want to stay in shape. I'm taking athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. You want to drink your multivitamin? That's what I've been doing. It's got me feeling great. I've been on AG1 for a long time. A lot of times when you dr- take a tablet, it passes right through you. But with athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, you fill those nutrient gaps, promote gut health, and support whole body vitality with AG1. They got that blend of nine products, a multivitamin, minerals, probiotics, adaptogens, 
and more that all work together to deliver your strongest foundation for better health. There are uh, doctors, athletes, all types of qualified names that are promoting this stuff. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. You're going to get a great deal. You're also going to get uh, their vitamin D packs and uh, five free travel packs of AG1 whenever you order at athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. It's eight ounces of water, one serving. You're good to go. Uh, that way, maybe you, maybe your, your, your meals aren't exactly as rounded as you'd like. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful helps you, especially if you're traveling and it's hard to find like good fresh vegetables depending on where you go. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful is going to make sure that you fill those nutrient gaps. Gluten-free, no eggs, no sugar added, nut-free. It's got adaptogens. It's got immunity support too, so it helps you prevent getting sick. Digestive support. You know Denise needs that digestive support when she goes to these events. She's eating those nachos. And then she's, well, you know what happens after that. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. David Kaplan, no, we see your super chats. He says, have I been banned? Did I do something wrong? And asked about his super chats. We get to them whenever um, whenever the segment uh, applies. You're good, my friend. Money J says, Sean's finisher is going to be the finger poke of doom. No, my friend, uh, my finisher was the paywall, which is an impaler DDT that Gangrel looked at and said, that's a good impaler DDT. Just saying. I, I will say this, Denise. Yes. I think you're probably a better wrestler than Shaza at this point. You did eliminate oh, me yeah. from. You did eliminate me from a battle royal. Guess what? She didn't do shit. That's what she didn't do. Bro, she's gonna kill you. <clears throat> no, she's not. She's gonna well, kill what? you. She had the opportunity. She's kill she... you, bring you back to life, and then she kill you look, again. And the last right in my face. She's gonna kill you. Did you, you know see my favorite, what happened? My favorite memory of you ever in the last three years that I've known you was you on the floor crying like a baby, sobbing, and you're holding your huevos, and you were like, hey, "Denise hit me in the penis." <laughs> you did. You did. You cheated. Did the job. I did what I had to do. Mr. Acosta says he was the biggest artist in the world at the time, but I get why you're saying that. My bad. I'll try to listen to Taylor Swift now. Mr. Acosta is clearly talking about me, not Bad Bunny. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was the greatest artist in the world. Did you see what happened with, with me and Shaza last week? Did you see this clip? The clip that you posted, yes. Let me let me see. Everyone this. saw it. No, not that. Not that. Oh, then I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Hold on, it's on it's on this one. I realize we might have a different audience. Um I, I did a run-in on Shaza's interview last week, and I want to give a shout out to Fightful Overbooked. But listen, I got Shaza twice and and I got a little violent. She's ready. She's ready. <laughs> this guy just keeps running in, unsuspe unsuspected, getting his shit off DDT, elbows. Oh, he's drinking. I don't know what the. Hey, I just oh, literally no. knocked over all of my monitors. What the hell did you do? I was shadow boxing at my monitor, and I punched or I headbutted my monitor and knocked all three of them. I, I have three monitors on my no. desk. It knocked them all off. It was amazing. Did you break anything? No, no. But uh, check out that Fightful. happened to me. Yeah. 
Check out Fightful Overbooked. It's great stuff. Call Me Crazy says, did you see the stuff Chavo was saying about Ray? Yeah, it was in yeah. character. He's all he's working, and he's smart sure? to do that. You sure? Yeah. You're positive? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Okay, let's talk about the thing that everybody wants to talk about. Finally, I almost forgot. I saved it for the main event. I'm going to ask our friend Luis to divide these chats as streamlined as possible. Please help me. That way we don't repeat the same topic over and over again. Triple H comes out. FightfulSelect.com had reported this earlier. A new championship is being established. It is the World Heavyweight Championship. It will be decided at uh, Night of Champions in Saudi Arabia. Okay. I'm glad there's going to be a prize on the other show, whatever the other show is, Denise. I've got a lot of issues with this. Got a lot of frustration about this. <sighs> For everybody that goes, oh, well, <laughs> you, you, you wanted there to be a title. Yeah, it's a scripted fucking show. They could do whatever they wanted. You know what they could do? Not have combined the titles. You know what they could have done? Said, oh, well, since we're doing this draft, you got to defend each one of these titles individually now. And then he, Roman Reigns, loses a triple threat match or something like that. Instead, what we got was Triple H coming out here and being like, Roman Reigns is going to be on this show, and he's barely defending that title and isn't going to be around much more. But the other show deserves this and this and this and this. It was, it was very unusual to just bury... The guy who's about to get to a thousand days. Now, it doesn't matter. He's bulletproof. But you're not going to convince me this isn't a consolation prize. You're not going to convince me that this is the, well, you ain't beating Roman belt. Seth did the best job of making it seem different than that. Because Seth went out of his way to say, yeah, Roman beat a lot of people, but not me. That's kind of why I look at this and I go, Seth might have to be the person that wins it because Seth is the only person that can say Roman never beat me. I kind of looked at that as, for example, when they started the TNT title and Cody Rhodes won that. Well, the reason he won that is because he could not win the world title. He was contractually un unable to. So it made that look more important. Seth Rollins had to, to really dress up this piece of shit here. The title belt looked fine. I'll show it to you guys in, in a bit. But I feel like Triple H did a lot of stuff a disservice in this segment, Denise. Am I alone in that? No. And um, I have a lot to say about this. So I'll just kind of get started here. Um First and foremost, to solely only talking about the way that Triple H announced it, it did feel, first of all, felt very, very convoluted. It felt like we took a lot to get from point A to point B. And the problem here is that it was, I get what he was trying to do. He was trying to make Roman Reigns seem, you know, entitled. You know, he has to be acknowledged and this and that. And Roman Reigns is a heel. I get what he was trying to do on that side of things. But I think the way that it came across was almost like, well, 
you know what? We're rarely going to see Roman Reigns and he's barely going to defend those titles. You know, these titles that we put so much focus on for such a long time. And now, you know, we're going to come up with another title because he can't defend them. And there's the belt. I actually like the belt design. I didn't hate it. I know that that's a big, you know, uh, obviously when it comes to belts, people are always going to talk about this. It's, um, I didn't it's big gold it. belt. It's big gold belt inspired with their WWE logo on it. And I know there are some people that don't like the WWE logo there, but I mean, all you, gotta all, do is, <laughs> all you got to do is look at Patrick Mahomes and how Patrick Mahomes did not let that thing leave his side after winning the Super Bowl this year. Like that thing was everywhere. Patrick Mahomes was that week, like training room parade locker room. Doesn't matter. It was there with him. They got a lot of great publicity off of that, so I understand why they do it. Could it be better? Yeah, it's it's fine. I think they'll probably do some refining to it. They do that a lot. This this version of the belt probably isn't going to be the same version of the belt you see in five or six years. Right. So what I do want to get into, though, is what this all signifies, because I'm just going to be completely honest here. I feel that, and I hope that I'm wrong here, and this is all really going to depend on how much we see Roman Reigns, um, you know, defend the title. But I feel that now with the way that all of this was introduced and this to me feels like a sort of a cop out to keep the belts on Roman Reigns so that he can accomplish all of these, you know, 1,000 days, 2,000 days, how many freaking days he wanted to do. I don't know if they're ever going to take it off of him now. So what that does, Sean, what that does is not only does it feel like a cop out so that you keep the belts on him, but you still have a champion, but it also, and I know a lot of people are not going to like hearing this, but it's going to make those belts now feel like a prop for Roman Reigns. And truthfully, that is not what you want. You don't want the belts to feel like a prop. You also kind of take away any sort of, one of the reasons that, One of the things that Paul Heyman said in an interview following the defeat of Cody Rhodes was that now everyone's always going to be like, oh, is this the guy? Is this the guy to defeat Roman Reigns? Is this the guy to defeat the Roman to defeat Roman Reigns? To me, now it's going to make Roman Reigns' matches way more predictable to the point where you're just always going to know what the end result is going to be. And that is something that I feel is kind of devaluing Roman Reigns' run. What started out as something that could have been uniquely special and could have been used to catapult somebody else into superstardom has now turned into a prop, has now turned into we're just trying to get Roman Reigns these accolades. And to me, that actually devalues that and takes away from Roman Reigns' reign as champion. And so that kind of bums me out. I don't want to get to the point where we're not rarely ever seeing Roman Reigns defend the championship. I really hope they don't do that. I hope we do get to see Roman Reigns defend these titles um, frequently so that this doesn't happen. And then in terms of if they do give this belt to Cody Rhodes, I am in agreement that this is going to feel like a console, this is going to feel like a participation trophy. El Milkman says it should be. El Milkman says it should be the participation trophy thing. Cleveland Rock says, "Will Roman have the new title? Have a new title as well? Get rid of one or keep both?" I think he that that's another thing. We're talking about three titles over two guys, and people are like, "Oh, well, it's it's a unified title." So, and I'm like, "Well, all this all this kicked off." 
because Roman got COVID and they did a knee-jerk reaction booking at day one last year and said, let's take the title off of Big E. Like, they do these dumbass decisions. And I feel bad that Triple H feels like he has to clean up Vince's mess, but I don't think this is a good way to clean up that mess. Like, Roman doesn't have to get pinned to lose a title. It doesn't have to happen. It can it can lead to something creatively satisfying where a third person in a triple threat took one of those titles if if you wanted Roman to keep a title so bad it would have made sense more sense than this to have at least done that oh god I, am i happy there's going to be a prize on both shows yes but i just feel like the way that they do it and here's a common thing that you'll see on twitter you're going to see a lot of this cuz there's really stupid people that are posting this they'll be like Oh, well, WWE fans want two titles. Then WWE does it, and they say, not like that. Yes, not a stupid-ass way. Don't do it in a stupid, lazy, undermining way. And that's what this was. It undermined an awful lot of the booking. And I'm not talking about now. This undermined a whole group of people's booking early last year, too. They, they were so... They have fetishized the the Roman Brock thing for so many goddamn years that Vince McMahon could not get out of his own way. And he had to throw every single thing he could at it to make people give a shit about it. That's, that's what he did. He did it so many times that he said, Oh, I got to do this. 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 And as a result, you have Roman Reigns, who is legitimately phenomenal. This is not a shot at Roman Reigns. He's great because you get those weirdos, too, that anytime you have a complaint about the title, they're like, oh, but, but Roman. Roman's great. He's fantastic. Earned his schedule, all that stuff. But when you've got a three-hour show on Monday that doesn't have a champion ever, like ever, that's frustrating. Then after all that time, you're told, well, we're getting one. We're, we're finally getting one a year later. But it's after that, after a bunch of people who could and should have been booked to beat him didn't beat him, it feels like a consolation prize. And there are people that are like, oh, well, well, what about it's scripted? It ain't real. There's ways you can do it. They defended the world title in a Royal Rumble one time. They can do anything they want. It's a make-believe imaginary land where they can make sense of these things a little bit more. <sighs> yeah, and it's unfortunate. And that's why, like, when I say that the belts are going to feel like a prop, that's definitely not a shot at Roman, obviously. It's sure. just that I really kind of hate how they've sort of, you mentioned undermined. They're undermining his reign now. It's taken away from that. Um, and I just feel like the purpose has now changed. Like, whatever, like, we originally thought that the purpose was really to catapult somebody to become the next big star so that we can be creating these more top baby faces in WWE. And and now we've learned that it's just so that, you know, hey, you get another ribbon, you get another thousand days. So at this point, you might as well just keep the bouts on him as for, for however long, because now it really doesn't matter. I want to address this. I think this is complete bullshit. No offense, AJ, but it says the shows don't need a champion every week. Why? Because people told you that when Brock and Roman weren't there, especially when Brock wasn't there. Really, that's what we're doing, because that talking point was a never a thing before Brock won the title and Brock was never there. 
Otherwise, it was commonplace for the champion to be there. Why was it commonplace for the champion to be there? Because every fucking person on that show is competing to eventually get that thing that that one person has. And them being there, you can say, oh, well, them not being there makes it feel special. You know what also makes it feel special? Good, creative, satisfying booking makes it feel special. Oh, brother. With that being said, I did like the belt. I want to see what it looks like on someone because it did look a little small to me, but maybe that's just the way that I saw it. But um, the belt itself, I did think was nice. It was fine. Um, Man, I don't know what else to say. We have a bunch of super chats about it, so people will say it. Rock hard, Joel Wood says, I feel like this reaffirms that Jay will beat Roman. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, Custodian BPJ said Roman's going to win that belt too. (laughs) Broadway Joe says, I agree with the result of Triple H's announcement, but not the method. Yes, me too. Love that there's a second belt, but... Wish they could have done this better. You know what else I thought they could have done better? Uh, the Universal title when it was a thing. Uh, you know what else I think they could have done better? When Triple H was gifted the big gold belt less than a year after they unified that belt. You know what else I thought could have been done better? Uh, that you know that, that whole situation in WCW where they had multiple belts as well. <sighs> Eloquence says, when the Lakers win the NBA title this year, which belt will WWE send LeBron James? <laughs> That's true. Uh, none, none. First off, he ain't getting one because uh, they ain't winning. But I, I think they'll probably have both of them on hand. Why not? Line Maybe they drives. can pick whichever one they like the most. There you go. Line Drive says the sad thing is, since they've established a brand split, one of these titles has always felt like a prop for talent. First WWE World Heavyweight Champion was essentially a prop. Universal Brock prop Roman. Now it did seem like they just love to put the title on part timers. And it it really, uh, I I just like having a prize to compete for. I I would love a random Monday night raw to have a main event world title match sometime. That would feel really cool. When's the last time that happened? Been a while. K seven, seven, five says Roman and Cody on the same brand, right? I hope so. I think that'd be great. It it would feel a lot less like a consolation prize if Cody does eventually beat Roman and if Seth won this title after saying, Roman never beat me. Like right now, if you were to tell then me- Then you combine all prefer- three of them, Denise! All oh, three dear. of them! And then put them on Roman. <laughs> yeah. Okay, if you were to tell me, Denise, who would you want to see as World Heavyweight Champion right now, uh, Cody Rhodes or Seth Rollins? I would go with Seth Rollins, actually. He didn't lose. Yeah. And, and I think that Roman or that Cody's story is beating Roman for that title because that's a big thing. People are yeah, talking about more- Cody wanting to finish his story. He wanted to win the title that his dad couldn't win. And that's the one that Roman has. We think we don't know what the hell they're going to do with the lineages right now. I hope they don't go full IWGP title and just be like, meh, they're, they're all screwed up now because WWE, the tag titles that you see have nothing to do with the tag titles. You saw the heart foundation, the new age outlaws, Legion of doom demolition, all those teams, not the same titles. Technically it's really weird. Wish they'd clean that up too. Yeah, and one of the things uh, 
Um, and I was about to add something and it kind of just left me right now, but uh, it, it is, I, I think they should have just been more, fuck, it should have just been more, just streamlined a lot better, more clear. It should have been more clarified. It should have been more clear. You know, I had to go back, by the way, and rewind exactly what Triple H said and hear it twice just to make sure I heard everything properly because I didn't want to, like, misunderstand anything there. But it is – I feel bad. I feel bad for Cody. I've been saying this, you know, since the whole WrestleMania thing. I just think that all of the way that we got to this point, it just took too long to get to it. We took so many unnecessary paths. Avery Duncan says, my main problem with them introducing the new titles, they built up Roman for now, uh, for just no one to dethrone him. Somebody has to come next after Roman. That's just business. That's Someone what I was must saying. Come next. Now the I. purpose I, has changed. Yeah. Now I'm just like, will they ever take the title off of him at this point? It's just. Ugh. And I feel I, bad I completely because agree. I, that almost makes me want to push back at Roman. And I don't want to be pushing back at Roman. I want to be like the. I want to be a fan of this championship run right now. Yeah, uh, Jabbar Lewis and Thomas Dewitt uh, both sent in super chats, but didn't have messages. Thank you very much. Uh, Jabbar says Vince will have Reigns when Money in the Bank cash in and become undisputed, undisputed champion. Yeah, they can no longer call this the undisputed championship because that's the point no, of no. But they're still calling it though. Triple H said he's still the undisputed universal championship champion. But it's not undisputed. There's another world champion. I know, but he said it. He still called it that. Very dumb. I rewind it. (laughs) I listened twice Uh, for this. It is incredibly disputed. Unless he's straight up saying participation trophy. But are they gonna is he still gonna have the two belts or are they gonna like combine it into like I hope that yeah, they're gonna have that belt looking like goddamn Superman with all those colors. Uh Corey King says if they introduce a new title design on Friday, that big-ass logo better spin. Good luck tonight in the days to come. I'm done with the spinner belts. E-Sweet says, do you think the new world title will water down what they've done to build back up the United States Championship? Nope. No. I think that I think that that's completely separate. I don't think that not having a world title on that show has um, has affected anything. I don't think Austin Theory would be competing for the world title right now anyway. Kevin Woods said it used to be that if you're the champion, you're expected to have a heavier schedule. Either way, they need to make it clear the title is equal to Romans. They do. They really need to do something. And I don't know what something is because that ain't my job. It's their job to make sure that this title seems just as important. You think they're going to do a tournament? You think they're just going to have one-on-one, a fatal four-way, a triple threat, just select somebody? What are we doing? They should do tournament qualifying something like that because then you have matches on raw that mean something i assume raw whatever brand that means something lake the snake says if there's a new world champion then roman reigns undisputed championship is no longer undisputed it's redisputed it doesn't make any sense i agree i'm so confused now this is just messing with my brain right now Spencer says, great show. The World Heavyweight Champion belt has always been number two, Big W. I was hoping that they would just come along and clean up these lineages and be like, all right, Universal title is what the World Heavyweight title used to be. Let's clean up the tag titles. The the Cruiserweight title that existed in 2016 is not the same as what existed before. Two completely separate titles. It's so weird how WWE was just like, 
let's make things as difficult as possible. Remember when they did the swap for the tag titles? So goddamn. Remember dumb. when they just swapped? Yeah, that was something that was like just too much. So dumb. Um, we've got uh, <laughs> Anti and Brick saying, I think Roman needs to be on the Night of Champions card, but have the World Heavyweight Champion be the main event to show its value. That would be nice, and it would piss off Roman, so I think that would be important. Board Dude 630 says, Triple H sure loved him the big gold belt. Don't blame him one bit. Phil knew what he was doing. That dude is petty like that. Oh, he <laughs> absolutely knew what he was doing. And yeah, I think the big gold belt should have some sort of integration in, like, it's it's too historic not to. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you just, but you can't, you, you definitely can't compare this one to the big gold. Like, the, the, the gold belt was freaking, oh, it was one of the most beautiful belts, in my opinion. Yeah, there are elements of it. It's, there's some inspiration. But. Yeah, oh, yeah. And they even made sure to me, like, they, they, on their on the account on Twitter, they posted like, oh, based off of it, you know, yeah. they did say that. Darren says, first, I don't like this belt design, but I need to know, is this the third heavyweight belt or is both of Roman's belt being combined into one? And if that's the case, case what belt lineage is ending? Well, they're not say. gonna they're not gonna end the lineage of the universal title, and I'll tell you why. Because he's about to hit a thousand days. Yeah. But if they end the WWE Championship lineage. That's sad, too. Oof. Honestly. That's you think brutal. they thought all this through? Like, do you think there's a plan? The WWF WWE title is the one, the one title that has never been deactivated or anything. If you guys remember, they deactivated the tag titles and the Intercontinental title at one point. Like, for a few months, they were like, we don't need these belts. We need one title. And then they said, ah, shit, this sucks. It's Zabdi says, I just joined. What do you think of the new WWE World Heavyweight Championship? Denise and Sean Ross Sapp, who should win it? So let's get into that. Who should win it? Right now, I think Seth Rollins is very hot for that title. We don't know how the draft will go, though. So we don't know who will be eligible to win it, Denise. Luis says, hear me out, Cody loses in the first round. Matt Scales says, I'm thinking Cody drafted the opposite show of Roman. Cody wins money in the bank, and that's his way to Roman. I like that idea, too. Um, that would go a long way. Rock Hard says, uh, I think Cody and Roman aren't going to be on the same show due to Fox and USA, probably wanting one or the other. That's also possible. Kylo says, I guess we'll know if Cody's going after Roman's title or not after the draft, depending on whether or not they're on the same brand. But... Money in the Bank is an option. But I think if Cody wins Money in the Bank, he'll challenge for a title straight up like Rob Van Dam did, Denise. Personally, just thinking about this, I kind of want to see them on separate brands. Yeah. I kind of I, I kind of don't want to see Roman and Cody on the same brand. I think there's a great story there in Cody. Because something winning. has to keep them away from the title now, unless yes. they're gonna unless they're gonna do it, you know, within this year. If they're not gonna do it this year. They might as well keep them separate and have it be like the obstacle that he can't, well, he can't win that title because they're not on the same brand. I think that Cody, like first Roman being drafted to whatever brand and then Cody being drafted to the other brand, you need a reaction shot of Cody being like distraught. Like he really wants to beat Roman. Like that's yeah. something that he really, really wants. David Kaplan says, don't know if it was asked yet. Do you foresee Cody being the first world champion? I think it's possible, but 
Ooh, I th- it would just feel like it would leave a. I feel like it would just feel like it, it would leave a bad taste. Not be- and- not because of anything, because of Cody. Nothing like that. It's just a matter of how he was screwed at WrestleMania, and this is like, well, they are there now. Here you go. And Seth beating Cody, like I think there's a good story there too. In that Seth isn't a bad guy anymore, but he could never beat Cody. And then when it means the most, he did beat Cody. That could lead to a little little good downward spiral for Cody to be like, damn, what the hell's going on with my life? What about some some other names that are not? I'm just trying we're, we're to think. About to, like, we're about to talk about some oh. of those. Line Drive says, I know there are better ways of going about it, but at this point, I don't care. Just happy for a second title. Hated one title with Brock. Hated here. Only thing is Cody can't be the first. I have much less of a problem of somebody like Roman not being around as much when there's two titles. But also, they never had to combine the titles. Do I think that it helped Roman Reigns? Oh, of course it did. But I think that this is fake scripted phony wrestling you can create a way. So now go ahead. Oh no, go for it. Go for it. We've got a bunch of people talking about who should be champ. Orlando says Seth should be. Uh, Gary says, how about Drew McIntyre? That's who I was about to bring up. I was trying to think of some non Seth Rollins names and we've I was got, thinking Drew. We're going to, we're going to run through them. We're going to run through them. Oh. We're going to run through them. Is that what this meant? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, were just giving me the sign. Wrap it up. Let's, let's let our, okay, let's let our audience. Go, go for it. There. Let's let our audience prompt us. What would you think about Drew? Okay, okay. Now I can talk? Okay. Well, Without Drew, naming all the people that people super chatted to well, I didn't know that the people super chatted all these other names. You. Okay. Well, you said Drew McIntyre, and then you stopped talking. So, okay, Drew McIntyre. I think that, damn, he, I said this just like a couple of weeks ago. He got screwed from being a champion at the freaking pandemic. I want to see Drew McIntyre back to the status where he was at uh, um, when he defeated, when he won the Royal Rumble and he, you know, got his big moment at WrestleMania 36. I think that um, if we can grab some of that back and considering that he had, along with Sheamus and Guther, one of the best matches from WrestleMania 39, it's not that hard to get the people to be like, yay, Drew McIntyre. So I I do think Drew McIntyre would be a good option. Ain't going to be Sammy or Kevin because it's in Saudi. Uh, we've got Cam saying Balor having a title reign would be cool. I don't think he is in that position right now to be there. But, I mean, it opens up a lot of possibilities for him in the future, Denise. If they um, would have kept Finn Balor special, if they wouldn't have like ruined the demon, if yes. they would have like kept him strong, I would have said yes. But unfortunately, I'm going with no right now. Yeah, I got to agree with you. Mod Matar says, what about Gunther winning it? He can defend two belts. Oh, then we're in the same position. The same shit, right? Well, Get not technically. They couldn't have him. Lo- like, what if they just do a rematch with him and Xavier Woods and then have Xavier Woods win? See, I, the that's intercontinental I, like. title. I hate it when people lose like the intercontinental or us title, then immediately challenge for the world title. Cause I'm like, damn, shouldn't you get a win? But I think that Gunther at some point should absolutely be a world champion in WWE for sure. I was thinking Gunther too, but the only reason why I didn't want to say his name was because I still feel it's too soon. I'm not saying he's not there yet. I just feel like it's too soon to go that direction considering everything that he's still doing with the intercontinental championship. 
Not so Magic Mike uh, says uh, brings up a couple other names. Nakamura. He said he wants the world title. This is your chance to reset Nakamura. I think. I believe that Karrion Cross is going to bring some some good stuff out of Nakamura that WWE fans haven't seen. But I, I wouldn't mind Nakamura getting back to that spot if he's motivated in the ring. I'm going to say no. I just don't okay. see it happening. L.A. Knight. I think there's a possibility just based on the. He's got that special charisma. I think there's a possibility. A lot of not, people like him. Not as the first champ, but eventually. Uh, and Sheamus, uh, I mean, there's, I, I think there's a really great story in him becoming intercontinental champion more than even a world champion. But now this is a whole different title belt that he hasn't won. I mentioned Sheamus. I mentioned Sheamus because I really do think he has had a resurgence. He's, uh, like I mentioned, along with Gunther and Drew had one of the best matches at WrestleMania had a freaking phenomenal match with Gunther at clash at the castle. I just feel like Sheamus is definitely somebody that I can see in that spot because I know that you want to know why? Cause I know we're going to get good quality matches with oh, Sheamus yeah, as champion. Are. And that's the reason why we certainly are. And they follow up with woods. I think woods would be a great story too. all three members of new day kind of, finally getting that that would be uh, a got, nice story we've got king saying edge with his history wins the world title that would be cool as well i mean we'd get like a 40 minute match that led to it but yeah i'm gonna say no i'm okay. gonna be honest and go with no i'm Sorry. okay with that too i think him competing for it makes a lot of sense yes yes logan paul will compete for it as well We're Ooh, what see about it. logan paul it's too much too soon I think so. I think so. Nicholas says, you know what's really sad? As decent as the new world title is, all the titles are uh, inferior to Snoop Dogg's belt. I agree. I think that Snoop Dogg belt looks unbelievably good. To me. I think it's $1,000, by the way. I think that's really? the price I saw for that belt at the at the uh, Superstore, the Access Store. Uh, super, I don't know, whatever the hell they're calling it. Um, <laughs> the Superstore. <laughs> it's a great looking belt. Yeah, I saw it. It's it's very shiny, very blingy. Guys, we're wrapping up. Get your Super Chat Chumper Chats in. Jonathan Corona says, I like Seth winning the new world title. Cody dethroned Roman last year because Seth was MVP for WWE, so now it'd be good for Seth winning. Cody to dethrone Roman so he can finish the story. That's that's what I still feel. I feel like Cody should win, win from Roman. Seth should win this first title. Ryan Lambert says, hopefully a healthy Big E winning the title. Please. I, I beg of you. I would love that. I would just love to see Big E back in any capacity. Rock hard. Joel Wood says on a scale of one to 10, how bad were the changes Vince made? Didn't seem they, they were bad. Nowhere like near four the or scope. five. Yeah. It wasn't like raw after mania. Yeah, it wasn't no. that bad. And we get wrapped up with deep hatred saying who's turning on who Roman turning on the Usos or is KO turning on Sammy. I think there's a possibility both could very well happen. I think Roman and Solo will turn on the Usos eventually. I would be sad if it was KO and Sammy again. Like, let us have our moment. Yeah. Uh, Denise, tell the people where they can find you. Besides, here on Tuesday at 1 p.m. for our mock draft. I'm excited for that, by the way. Especially because I have no idea fun. what I'm going to do. I'm just oh, going to go with so it. it's going to be so much fun. 
Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. That's going to be a good time. Um, YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo and all my content's going up there. I'm officially doing my Speak Now Pro Wrestling podcast up there. So I'm live Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays on there. And then at Twitter, dude, I'm like... I don't know, 700 or 800 subscribers away from 100K. It's so annoying. I'm almost there. If you haven't followed me, give me a follow. I'm funny sometimes. I try to be funny with my memes and stuff. I think in memes. Jonathan Corona wraps us up and says, Ray, Dom, or AJ Styles? Ray, yes. AJ, yes. Dom, probably not. Probably not going to happen. Guys, thank you all so much. Please subscribe here. Please head over to FightfulSelect.com. I'm going to be up all night, ain't sleeping tonight. Got a lot of stuff to work on for you guys over on FightfulSelect.com. Until next time, we're out. A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.